0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again.
1: From yeah, the Anajar yeah. and Levine do Studios it. in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBica Live on ESPN 106.3. Heat, nuggets, game one right here. ESPN 106.3, 8.30 tip time. And before it, Theo Dorsey, JMP, heating up. So, just keep it here all day. Just keep it here all day. Why leave us? Be here in our sports bosom. Game one NBA Finals. The Heat looking for a fourth championship, and it starts tonight. The journey starts tonight. Game one in Denver. The Heat haven't beaten Denver <laughs> ever. They haven't won in Denver since 2016. He Ugh. You know who is in the starting lineup for the Heat uh, in uh, in that game? 2016, Josh McRoberts, Hassan Whiteside, Goran Dragic. It's been a while. <laughs> it's probably why they didn't win. It's what? been a while. No, the they won. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that
2: was the
0: last time they won. When was the last time you guys thought of those three?
1: Goran Dragic all the time. Well, I yeah, wish Goran Dragic. I f- he I, was in, in attendance. Yeah, I yeah, want him to get fair, a ring fair, so fair. bad. Uh, Josh McRoberts. I didn't even know he was still alive. <laughs> was,
2: Tyler Johnson, was Tyler Johnson in the mix at the same time? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hassan it Whiteside. Like some dude I'll find at a gas station.
1: Which he is. Hassan Whiteside's still the most infuriating Heat player of all time. There's not even a close second. Not even a close second. That guy blocked shots on his way to a max contract and then acted like a petulant little baby. Are you, For the take, rest of the time. are you
2: taking yeah, Hassan he was Whiteside? Drop
0: another B word. I, was,
1: I, 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 <laughs> I think he wanted to.
2: Oh my god! Are you taking Hassan Whiteside over Cody Zeller? Why are you hesitating?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay,
0: but Cody Zeller has the better. Cody
1: Cody Zeller is infinitely less soft than Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> That's fair. I, it's a little more heat culture. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside <laughs> had a little bit of that late stage career Dwight in him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where. You're like, why is this guy so soft? Because Dwight wasn't like that early in his career. The Hall of Famer was like that
0: late. Wait, what Dwight are we talking about? Legendary Hall of Famer. What are we talking about?
1: Dwight,
2: true.
0: You take him out of that Hall of Famer mouth.
2: Dwight Gooden. He's at one point, you know, no, that, he's not. that legendary no, he's not. No, Hall he's not. of Fame caliber. Don't say, that is hooper. the day
0: you guys take me out of my house and drag me out because I'm going to be crying.
2: I think Dwight Howard's a part of that group of guys that no. changed the game of basketball I as a whole, you. playing I that know, big position. Just,
0: I need something to throw.
1: He didn't change anything.
2: No. I mean, he, he
0: was really, really good and on track for
1: a Hall of Fame career. No, <laughs> right. and
0: then he failed miserably. The only reason why he has a ring is because he's wearing the coattails of your boy. Man didn't deserve a ring at all. Where is he at now? Thailand?
1: He's in Taiwan. Yeah. I think Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. It's Taiwan. You're right. <laughs> yeah. He's not in Thailand. He's a Taiwan basketball Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, about Dwight
0: Howard this long? What's the issue? Move on. This Miami is, Heat.
1: This is why. <laughs> <laughs> this is why. Um, best word to describe how you feel about the Heat NBA Finals. Chances today going into game one. I say optimistic. I say optimistic. Um Now, a lot of the responses we got on social media, at KLV1063 on Twitter, very few of them are one word. People don't follow directions well. But you know what? I'll give you the benefit of the doubt.
0: Are they at least hyphenated? No. Oh.
1: Aiden tweets in, if they win tonight, it's over. So I guess over. Over would be the word. We'll go with over. Uh, Let's see.
0: Technically, that's very wrong because it's best of seven, so the series (laughs) wouldn't be over.
1: But that's a huge step if they do win tonight. Oh my. They're an eight-pint dog. Oh. Dog. It'd I don't know why I said it like that. Dog. It'd be massive if they stole tonight. Yeah. That changes the entire outlook of the series. Okay, here's what we're going to say, too. Your boy, Jay Will. And and, and and we asked earlier in the show, is ESPN Okay. Because they took a quote from, from from Eric Spolster, and he was replying to a question about uh, the, the altitude and how it would affect the heat. And he said, oh, uh, if Denver wants to, we'll tip off on Mount Everest right now. And, and ESPN on first take tried to turn it into a, a, a take about whether or not that was bulletin board material for Denver. Like, what? Is ESPN okay? Is ESPN okay? And then there was Jay Will with the prop, the broom, on uh, KJM. Uh, with the broom saying the Heat are going to get swept. Um, and then Jay Will also said, Jay Will also said, quote, I've never seen a player like Jimmy Butler drag a team to the NBA Finals like him. Has he watched the last two series? Has has Jay, Did Jay Will just go into hibernation after the Bucs series? I've never seen a player drag a team to the Finals like Jimmy Butler has. Jimmy Butler hasn't been the same guy since Josh Hart slide tackled in game one against the Knicks. It's been a steady stream of Caleb Martin. It's been a steady stream of consistency from Max Struess and Duncan Robinson. This has been a and Gabe Vincent. It's been a, a very much a yeah. There's the supporting cast, and I would say the supporting cast has had to carry Jimmy more than Jimmy's dragged this team into the finals through the Knicks series and the Celtics series. Maybe I'm not watching the same thing J-Will is, but for J-Will to say, I've never seen a player drag a team to the NBA finals like Jimmy has, that's a, that's his verbatim quote today from KJM. I feel like Jay will has been watching a completely different postseason than me. That was the case in the Bucks series. And we saw playoff Jimmy going nose-to-nose with Grant Williams in the Boston series. But other than that, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson's the only reason they had a chance to win game six at home. Max Struce putting in 30 minutes a game like that. That's the reason the Heat are in this spot, not them getting dragged to the finish line by Jimmy. I can't get behind that at all, and I'm not sorry for it.
2: He has dragged them. I think his presence alone has dragged them. If Jimmy's not on the bus or if he's not on the flight, these guys aren't even showing up to the arena. Like,
1: breaking just news, as- breaking news, the Heat aren't as good without Jimmy Butler. Right. Like that's Breaking kind- news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire, a profound statement from Stone Lebanowitz. The Heat aren't as good without Jimmy Butler. My God, Jeanette, we finally hit the nail on the head. My God, how did we not think about this
2: the earlier? very
0: deep analytical oh, stuff that to, we just got here. To, to turn Put it, it out there, man. We're going viral. Audio it.
2: it. To, to turn it into what you just did is, uh, first of all, BS. And I think it's an illegal move. Listen, I don't want to use the V word with you because it's just going to antagonize you just a little bit more of the it, vibes. But, do it. It's mean, oh, going fine. Listen, listen. The presence of Jimmy <laughs> hey, alone. Like, Duncan isn't giving us the minutes in the style of play that he's doing without Jimmy. Gabe Vincent is not even, I mean, really? Like, he's dragged them by not even playing good basketball in a sense. That's not analytical as well, but just his presence of being on the court and what he does to an opposing coaching staff, what they have to do backdoor, like, all the sets you have to run because Jimmy's on the floor, regardless if he's playing well, are carrying this team to an NBA final. Like, Jimmy's presence alone, his face him walking into the locker room with a big face, like that's dragging these guys to the final, regardless of what's going on in the court. You hear it in all of their pressers, Max. Okay. The only he, thing he wants to talk
1: about is called, Jimmy. All these guys do the same thing. He's the best player and the leader of the team.
0: I was just going to say that. I was like, that is called being yeah. a star. There's
1: nothing supernatural about it. There's nothing profound about it. Like He is the leader of the team. Sure, his presence on the roster is why the Heat are playing for the NBA championship, but the last two series, Jeanette, you can argue he has not been the most consistent player on the floor. It's been Caleb Martin who's been the most consistent player, and the Heat are doing nothing if Gabe Vinson isn't playing the point guard position like he's playing like Jeanette, I don't think that that what Stone is bringing up is is anything to drop your jaw here
0: Is Stone okay? Asking <laughs> the same ESPN question I'm, Is Stone okay? I'm not
2: disputing that Caleb is the reason trust me like I believe in that religion I'm 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 a part of Calebism and I know what Gabe Vincent's done for us <laughs> But just his presence alone has elevated their play. They've said it verbatim. Like they've used those words. I I understand. So but in in a a
1: sense in a sense he's dragging them. They've elevated their play because of him, regardless if it's good or bad. Jimmy Butler has not dragged the Miami Heat to the finals more than a LeBron James would have dragged any of those Cleveland teams to the finals. He straight up said, Jay (sighs) Will straight up said,
0: of all time. That means all time, Jeanette history. Well, not only that, but that's literally something you can apply to. Everything, every situation, every group, there's a difference when Ken is on this show and when there is not. His presence, and sometimes For sure. we all have bad and good days. Sometimes we provide better content than Ken. No, that's every day. Well, but still, I'm just, I'm like, just that is just the cold being, when you have a show named after you, mm-hmm. of course, your, your presence makes a difference when you are the best team on the player of the team that is going to the Miami, to the <laughs> finals no.
1: best player on the team. You said it backwards. Best team on the player. Something I'm,
0: I'm in the morning. That's fine. On right. No, no, right no. Now. You're
1: on a groove. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Like, of course, Jimmy Butler is going to do that you wow. Yeah. I've never, I
2: didn't try to say anything monumental or, or holy grail. Right. Like, I just think, I agree with Jay Wood. Like, I've never seen anything like this besides 2016 LeBron James taking down that Warriors team. I've never seen a player drag a team to the NBA Finals like Jimmy Butler yeah, has this season, the, 100%. If, if
1: Jimmy Butler's Eastern Conference Finals performance was what he did against the Bucks, then yeah, that's applicable. But since his ankle injury, since Josh Hart decided to get all slippy-slidey <laughs> and take out his ankle... Jimmy hasn't been the same player, things have been more labored, and that's where the supporting cast has uplifted Jimmy. Jimmy was a no-show in Game 6 until the final three minutes, and the reason Jimmy Butler even got an opportunity in the final three minutes is because of Duncan Robinson, 5-5 hitting threes.
0: I mean, not to sue my own horn here today, but I- Dude. <laughs> it! Dude it! Did I not walk into the studio, and automatically I was like, presence is off here, Ken, what's wrong?
1: It had nothing, to do, nothing to do. Nothing to so do with what we're I talking do? about As right a now. As the supporting cast, yeah. what did I do? <laughs> I'm the Jimmy Butler of ESPN you, West Coast. the Jimmy
0: Butler of our show. Okay, yeah. so I was like, "Oh, Ken, your presence is off. How can I support you? Do you want a coffee? Yeah. Well, I brought him a coffee. Right? And <laughs> she was
1: my she she was my Gabe
0: Vincent. I'm a yes. Okay. Nobody She's in the had Heat.
2: had
1: a great day today. She's performed. I honestly
2: love that point, and I think there's a lot of uh, uh, weight carrying there. There's a lot there, but I think not a single soul in the Heat organization is disagreeing with Jay will in that spot. Only you guys are. Everybody a part of this no. Heat organization is though. saying guess, thank you. No. Yeah, I'm going to say 90% He's, of that Heat organization go, would yeah.
1: agree that Jimmy has dragged their team to an NBA final.
0: We're contrarians. Uh, again. Right,
2: right.
1: But, but, but what J-Will, the point J-Will is making is that he's never seen an individual player take over and and will a team and drag them in a single postseason when in reality, Jimmy's been extremely banged up since game one of the Knicks series. And Jimmy isn't in this situation. If Gabe Vincent doesn't step up. I agree. If Caleb Martin doesn't turn into a certifiable star, like, sorry, I'm not willing to buy that. Uh, you can say Jimmy Butler uh, like, just come out and say he's he's the number one and an underappreciated superstar on a good basketball team. Don't say that he's dragged the heat here, though, because it, that plays into, Jeanette, this, this indumtrination we're talking about. Catering to the least common denominator by the national talking heads when discussing the heat, trying to downplay uh, uh, seven undrafted, seven undrafted, seven undrafted. Stop with that narrative and talk about what and why Gabe Vincent has turned into a starting point guard in the NBA, and I said it yesterday. If it was Lakers and Celtics in the NBA Finals, it would be missing the best point guard left in the uh, in the postseason. In Gabe Vincent, he's better than anything that those two teams are putting out a point guard. Okay, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, what he's done. People forget too, in that fifty-six point Jimmy Butler effort against the Bucks, who hit two critical deep shots. To get the Heat back within a possession, Caleb Martin, including with Giannis's big old Greek hand in his face, right? Oppa. So, hey, these guys are better than just, oh, seven undrafted guys. Like, Jimmy is, is like a Marvel character looking at them with beams coming out of his eyes, and they're, they're, they're gaining these powers because of it. No, <laughs> He's they're the good stars. players. <laughs> He's so accurate, I and think. And I think Jimmy would be offended by Jay Will saying Jimmy would poo-poo that immediately, saying, I've never seen a player drag a team to the NBA finals like Jimmy Butler has, because he would be saying, Are you serious? You haven't seen Caleb Martin, you haven't seen Gabe Vincent, you haven't seen Duncan, you haven't seen Max. Are you kidding me? He would smack that down. But oh nope, stone stone stands by him. Not, that's not a strong point at all because that's what a, that's point. what a, and that's what a professional athlete is supposed
2: to do. He said it, I don't call them. Bench players, I call them my teammates. Like, you're supposed to coach speak and say, really, me? I haven't done anything. I was plus minus. This is what you're supposed to do. So if you heard Jimmy
1: say that, it wouldn't move anything. No, I, I just, I, I don't think Jay will as well. <laughs> and here's what I want to do if the Heat do steal game one tonight. What? Stone has to get him on the Easily.
2: Tomorrow. Okay? Easily.
1: Like, book yeah, it. Yeah, my promise. Book it.
0: All right. Okay, so with that as well, I hope definitely for more reasons than one that the Heat win tonight. But are you ready to talk about our little live club outing? <laughs>
2: you know, what, there's a part of me that oh, hopes yeah, that he oh. forgot. There's a part of me that no, hopes no, no, that no. you guys well, have I guess gotten. he's also
0: going to be on the show tomorrow.
1: That, yeah, this one.
0: this And one's I love my left. the receipts. Uh-huh.
1: And, and you know what? Uh, we we are capable of finding audio. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And we'll reach out to our people. Yeah. Someone better cobble together some paychecks. And it's Stone. <laughs> Big homie with us here on Ken LeVick Live. What's up, homie?
3: Hey, what's going on, man? How y'all doing? Good, man. All right. Hola. So, first, let me start off by congratulating the Miami Heat. They did a great job this year as a team. And Jay Will do not know what he's talking about because he must not have seen uh, LeBron drag a janitor and a milkman against the (laughs) finals uh, against San Antonio. And he must not have seen Alan drag a janitor, a milkman, and a mailman against the Lakers, because if you look at the averages of those players versus yep. these Heat players, Vincent, Martin, Robinson, Adebayo, like I'm sure it's not even comparable. And, and think like, about yeah, it, homie, these average- are the same guys,
1: the exact same guys except for P.J. Tucker, that were a one seed a year ago. Uh, like, so it's, it's not like they just barnstormed the G League this year.
3: <laughs> yes, sir, 1,000% agree. So, yeah, you can't even compare that. Those guys had guys averaging single-digit points. So, uh, and secondly, uh, I'm an Orlando Magic fan. (gasps) Janelle, you can never, ever call yourself an Orlando Magic fan again trying to besmirch Dwight Howard. And please do not speak. Hang on. 2008 NBA Slam Dunk champion. Two-time NBA blocks leader. Five-time NBA rebounding leader. NBA rookie first team. NBA all-defensive second team. Four-time all-defensive first team. Three-time NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Two-time All-NBA Third Team. All-NBA Second Team. Mm -hmm. Five-time All-NBA First Team. Eight-time NBA All-Star, NBA Champion. You guys have a great day.
1: Homie, appreciate that. You know how you spell Dwight? H-O-F.
0: Okay, gentlemen. I mean,
2: I yeah, I don't know what you have for big homie there because those are
1: written in
0: stone so, yeah, facts. Yeah, that was our that's
1: that's uh, tablet what stuff. What he
0: <laughs> yeah. did for the Orlando Magic organization was straight disrespectful. After what big homie? Okay, but you you go to the O nine finals, mm-hmm. embarrassed, absolutely one win. That's it. Okay, but okay? they were going
1: against Kobe. And. And, they were and young you want to be so
0: good, and then what? Oh, you're so cocky. You're so confident. And what did you do the next year? You lose to the Celtics and the Eastern Conference Finals. Also, embarrassingly. And then what do you do? Instead of carrying the team, instead of going with, the, with being loyal and honest, you absolutely ruin your reputation. Ruin the organization. Also, ruin Stan Van Gundy, who is one of the best coaches the Orlando Magic, Magic organization has ever had. Built literally a team around Dwight Howard. I'm sorry, we had some fantastic shooters on that 09 finals team and 2010. Yeah. And then you absolutely ruined that because you are too cocky, too proud. And what have the Orlando Magic done ever since all that? I mean, this is the yeah, only thing but- I'll give Dwight Howard is that he fired Otis Smith, who was the GM at the time. What? Who was terrible. What? No, absolutely not. And then, big homie, were you excited when Dwight Howard got the ring in 2020 in the bubble? With the championship?
1: when um, With
0: the team that he left the Orlando Magic for. Get out of here with it's that. It's clear Dwight to me, Howard's though,
1: it is Jeanette. Jeanette doesn't dislike Dwight Howard because of what he did for the franchise. No. Because the franchise since Dwight, since Dwight Howard lifted the Magic to those heights, have never even come close to realizing anything resembling that level of accomplishment what she is is she's salty because it ended in a tumultuous manner no. she can't separate boy greatness from she can't separate what was done on the court with
2: what was done off court correct he
0: disrespected that whole organization the whole run never was loyal never was faithful to the Orlando magic that guy was a phony and he absolutely up like just dipped. He's also Had a great basketball. Asia, if I
1: whatever if, if I was a if I was a Magic fan, all right, let, let's let's do an analogy here, okay? So say. Uh, there's the Orlando, the Orlando. There's the Orlando Magic, okay. Um, uh, and you're a Magic fan. Oh, I'm sweating. I'm the angry. Orlando an Orlando Magic fan is like a homely sort of just like uh, run of the mill, simple person, All right. Nothing oh, we extraordinary are? Well, about the yeah. average yeah. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, 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 yeah. trust me. This is us the us most. Ana- uh, 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 this will be the most accurate analogy that I ever make, okay. <laughs> um, it, just a homely person, just I'm a homely home. person, just like uh, wearing plaid, like the whole thing, right? Uh, gets uh, sweats a lot. Uh, that I do. Has perspiration issues, like stuff like that, right? But then you're you're walking around the street in Orlando. Give me a famous street in Orlando.
0: I don't know. I'll give you Lake Eola.
1: Okay, sure. You're walking Lake Eola, right? Right, right. And you Pass see this, this drop dead gorgeous model. Like, just, she's gorgeous. She's, the, 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 the sun is sparkling off of her hair. She's petting a swan, the entire thing, right? She's great with animals. Um, And, and you walk up to her and you're like, you smell your armpit because you know you stink like hell because you have that sweating problem wearing your plaid. And why are you wearing plaid? Why are you wearing a long-sleeve flannel? It's freaking 92 degrees as, in Orlando, right? As what you all doing?
2: Orlandians like, do. Yeah,
1: you're just a bad decision maker, right. right? But again, this is the Orlando Magic fan, right? And you're like, baby. You have the guts. You, you 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 you're like it's now or never. I'm going to shoot my shot. Hey baby, can I take you out for dinner? And she's like, Yep, that woman is Dwight. And by 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 happenstance, by a stroke of luck, you come together and you have the greatest moment, the greatest sex of your, the only sex of your life actually for the next like for the next like couple of years. Let me cook. The next couple of years, and then you're like, oh my God, like this is amazing. This is, and then she realizes, though, she realizes after after two years of some ups and downs, but a lot of great stuff. She realizes, wait a minute, I'm not getting any younger, and I can't spend the rest of my life with this sweaty, wears a flannel in 92 degree heat, uh, <laughs> homely, un, uh, unextraordinary person. Like, thanks for the run, thanks for the fun, but but I'm looking for something else. I'm going elsewhere, and that's what happened with the Magic and Dwight Howard. That's the best analogy that I can find is is that's what happened between the fans and the organization. All right, I'm done cooking.
0: Leave my mic on. You are so wrong, except that woman spends those whole two years – talking, emotionally cheating behind your back, doesn't care about anything, doesn't ask what you would like to do on a Wednesday night. But, always wants but to but it's some okay. Women do okay. She wants to do on a Wednesday but night. But it's okay because before
1: no. before that woman, before Dwight, you were just sort of an overly sweaty, uh flannel-wearing homely nerd. And you know what? You're not going to get any better than than that. And it hasn't been any better than that since since the model left town. And you didn't like the way it ended, but since the model left town, nothing's been the same. And you have a hole in your heart, and you're just wandering Lake Eola, sweating. <laughs> and and
2: oftentimes, women realize their true potential, and they start to look elsewhere. And when you see mm-hmm. a, a a husband like LeBron James, like that's something that you want yeah. to. Partner up with,
0: except the fact that he probably he spent at least five to seven years injured and bouncing around. She's
2: just working on herself. Right. What
0: the self care?
2: Right. so by, exactly. by using this this average job, she was bettering why herself. Do you, why no. do you hate
1: women that are empowered, Jeanette? No, <laughs> Ooh, wow, first,
2: first of really all, I good. am why an empowered woman. Why do you so, hate empowered out. women?
0: Also, sit Dwight out. is not an empowered woman at all. <laughs> that's why he's reaching out to everybody. He's an in, he's an in independent Taiwan woman yeah. because that's all he can do.
2: He's a strong, independent He's woman so in this analogy. He's in the
0: NBA now.
2: That's why I went to Taiwan. <gasps> he wants to travel the world.
0: Big homie, why'd you do this?
2: And, and also the big
3: homie,
2: <laughs> you talked about Allen Iverson and that Philly squad, the dragging guys that, that scored single digits. Really? Scored single digits. Really? That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Victor Oladipo averaged nine. Caleb Martin averaged nine points throughout the season. Gabe Vincent averaged nine points. Kevin Love averaged seven points. Cody Zeller averaged six points. Duncan Robinson averaged six points. I don't care what they've done in the playoffs.
1: This has been—they're on a heater. No, I, but what they did—he—he he dragged say, a, a bag of garbage all the way to the NBA Finals. You can't say that a guy that a guy dragged a team to the finals. A guy who, by the way, only played like sixty games in the regular season. Okay, in Jimmy and and you can't say. That, oh, the regular season's any indicator after that regular season of what this what? team is in the postseason. And this team in the postseason has seen guys scoring what their actual average was a year ago <laughs> when they were the one seed in the Eastern Conference. Okay? All right. So, Big Homie hates us. Um, uh, when, when, He's like
0: Dwight. He just wants to cause problems and issues and uh, organizations. When we come back,
1: old guys, breast milk, and the songs. Denver. We're coming for you. It's time. She's that, Javier at the Minute Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Ah, Jay, Will, Stephen A. Smith, every time I hear it, it's just magic. Debate magic. Can we hear it one more time? It's the most expensive debate in ESPN history. No, you're not. Oh, yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you are not. Pay him all the money. Time now for your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Tyler Hero. And we'll probably find out more leading into tip-off. The aim is for Game 3 per Chris Haynes of TNT. Game 3. Tyler Hero. Coming back from his hand injury, suffered in the opening game of the Bucks series. Something to look out for. Game one, Heat Nuggets tonight right here on ESPN 106.3 in the NBA Finals. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash lebanowitz Tell me about them Miami Marlins, please. Knock it
2: out of the park this season with the Miami Marlins. Kenny, Lone Diva Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in priority seating, save on food and merch, access to exclusive member events as well. Come out and support your favorite team. This season, as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball, they'll be doing promotions, giveaways all season long, not to mention the players. My favorite, Jazz Chisholm. Ken's favorite, Sandy Alcantara. Two of the guys that helped get it done last night in a walk-off win, two-run, bottom of the ninth against the San Diego Padres at Lone Depot Park. Folks, if you want to go to these games, get your tickets today. And join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets.
1: Hey, should we try to uh, lure Shannon Sharp to become a new co-host on Ken Levick Alive? <laughs> How do you suppose we do that? Uh, hopefully, he likes gift cards. <laughs> 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 I don't. Uh... He, he's probably never had Duffies. He's probably never had some of these. I was gonna say, hey, you—you you never know. We might as well just throw it out there. I think he'd be an asset to the show. <laughs> I absolutely do. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro just had a, a child. The great Robert De Niro just had a child. Mom. I don't know how old he is, Jeanette.
0: Uh, isn't De Niro in the 70s?
1: Oh, he's 79. He's yeah. almost 80. He's 79 oh, yeah, years yeah, yeah. old. That is an old man getting it in. Uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino has just impregnated his model girlfriend. Al Pacino, Stone, guess his age. <laughs> Let's go with De Niro's. Let's go 79. Uh, 83. He's 83. Oh. So we've got a weird run of old men fathering children right now. And, and what I say, this is not me being weirded out by old dudes getting it in. Like, that's fine. And more power to them. The fact that they can still perform at that age is a minor miracle. It might even be a major miracle. Um, so I have nothing but respect for those guys. My issue here is what's the point of fathering children when you're on death's door? What, what is the point of impregnating a woman and spawning when you've got maybe a decade left, it, it, like in a, in a great case scenario, what's the point? Because at 79 and 83, you ain't changing diapers. You're not able to get around real well. You sure as hell ain't running baseball practice. No way you're doing anything at soccer practice. You're ambling into grade school assemblies. What kind of father are you able to be? How present can you be outside of mutually feeding one another with applesauce, you and your child, dual applesaucing one another? How present can you be as a father? Um, I don't understand it.
0: A couple things here. Uh, One, maybe it was unplanned. Maybe it just happened. Who are you to know? But
1: but that's what I'm saying is like two, if they- you're if you're Pacino and you see De Niro at 79, he's having a kid. If you're Pacino, maybe maybe you're like, you know what? You should be a little
0: careful. What do you mean? If it still works, it works. Done. Anyways, um, and like, congratulations to the lady Sue. Also, they have okay. enough money. On the other side of the coin, it's great for the woman. That's why, sure. like, like, why are you, why are you hating on It's people great right for now, mom. Ken?
1: It's great for mom. But what I'm saying is, yeah, all the money in the world, all the money in the world, for some people, doesn't replace a a father presence. And when you have a grandpa daddy, it's not the same as having a daddy. Grandpa daddy is not the same as daddy. And this isn't even like. Grandpa, daddy, this is like a near-death grandpa, daddy. Like, I, my grandpas are like 60-ish, 65-ish. We're talking like late-stage grandpa here.
0: Also, there's many people in this world who have survived without a father figure. So that's uh, no, fine. No, I'm not saying they aren't, but, of all, but this is this not is putting different. these
1: kids in the best position to succeed. I'm not saying these kids are going to be deadbeats and end up on the street. What I'm saying is that you are assuring them of an abnormal father experience.
0: Also, um, they have enough money in this beautiful world that they don't need to be present in. Go to buyadaddy.com. <laughs> I exactly. mean,
2: f- Fighting Ken on this is odd, you know, because you got to disagree with everything that I he don't. said. I don't. He, he's not going to, well, I mean, I would disagree with an 83 year old fathering a child for a 28 year old i mean if, if you don't I, but
1: again like all the it's, questions
2: but you can't change a diaper and also you probably
1: well, he, i'm sure he can but he's not going
2: to he, at 83 there's you're a not nanny. gonna like,
0: it's, it's, there's definitely. I, got a it. I was gonna
2: say you you I don't got it you don't, you don't have that obligation he changes your nanny himself does. and then he changes his kid's diaper your nanny obviously does that this is this is oh they won't even graduate <laughs> high school by the time he has left he'll yeah, be dead he'll be dead he, i mean very dead he has to make it to 100 if he wants them to graduate high school by the and him still be there question that i is that did your great grandpa no its dad <laughs> right <laughs> the question that i really did have though was has anybody came with any facts that could he have frozen it uh, uh, years ago and, and, and he did it you know the, that way but but who
1: cares because okay. like again it's impressive okay. that he was able to perform
0: well, what if he wasn't
1: performing what if
2: oh he,
0: like,
1: do you think this you was artificial insemination i do
0: you? this is but i haven't to do with aging. i haven't
2: caught What's any of that you know i haven't seen the facts
0: with technology, what if he's
2: 40? I didn't even think about that. That's a great point.
0: With technology and everything, I feel like things working is not even a question.
2: Yeah, <laughs> prescriptions.
1: Nothing. And we're talking about two indescribable badasses in Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Oh, so I'm think, not surprised that they can get it in at this age.
0: So, you know, haul at me. And let's go.
2: And that's kind of the problem with this, because but, if you're 28 years old. Right, you're having his baby. But you're going to be gone, doing it on your own, and you know what you know what comes oh, with it. Oh, honey, because
0: <laughs> if they pass, and you don't think that female, it's a smart business move. It is. Is going to receive something for carrying their name. Come on
1: now. I mean if you're supporting that, that's one
2: thing. But but that's that's not
0: my point. Right my
1: point is if you're like Jeanette Jeanette apparently doesn't care about the nuclear family. I do. I'm 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 very wholesome. She cares about the money. Right. She just wants the money. She's gold digging for kids and cash. Me? (laughs) More important I I I want these these children to have a father. Their biological father in their lives. There's not enough. Want to know why society is the way it is? Why? Because we don't have enough biological fathers doing their job. You want being there for their kids. You
0: want to be very real here. Yo, father figures overrated. Listen, if you oh, don't have one, wow. you'll be just fine. So you know what? These kids, they're going to be more well off than I was. They're going to have millions of dollars in a very popular last name, which uh, nepotism will probably help them through. I stand, so, let's go. I stand with Ken. Jeanette I stand Javier, with
2: what Ken just said.
1: opponent to the traditional family. I am disgusted. <laughs> when we come back here on <laughs> Ken LeVick Alive, Denver, since it's going to be a really treacherous NBA Finals and we're going to be at each other's throats, we decided that we were going to find some of your favorite songs in order to ease the relationship, in order to have some fun and to really enjoy ourselves as a collective before we have to separate and butt heads prior to the NBA Finals. Denver, we do something special for you when we come back. She's at Javier, the Minute Queen. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. The heat in the NBA Finals is stressful as it is. Imagine your AC goes out while you're watching the Finals. That's bad stuff. You're going to be sweating and nervous as it is. You add into the fact that your AC's down here in this sauna known as South Florida in June. Uh-uh. Here's your solution if that happens. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning, EDSAirConditioning.com. Making appointment schedules around you, not holding you hostage. That's what sets them apart, the customer service. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. They're a trained comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it since 2006. They service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. So if your AC is starting to go out, starting to struggle, starting to sputter, starting to die, well... EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. We were talking about Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. Ain't no bringing those guys back when their time comes. Your AC unit, EDS Air Conditioning, they can simply just replace it and help you out. EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. You know, I feel like we have done a great job of reaching out to our our. Team's opponents during this postseason, we really have extended olive branches. We didn't have to do this, but out of the goodness of our, our hearts, we've decided, hey, New York, let's be friends, right? Uh, hey, Boston, let's be friends. Uh, and, and I feel like we've done a great job of building bridges. That's what we do here on Ken Levick Live. We build friendship bridges, and we bridge the gap through sports, we're what's good. We're, we're what's left of what's good in, in human nature. So how we've done this is we've used the power of music. We have, we have let New Yorkers enjoy their favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Bostonians enjoy their favorite songs. We, play, we know your transplants, and we know that you don't get the, the tastes of home very often. So we're going to do the same thing for Denver. Might be thousands of miles away, but hey... Denver, we appreciate you, and we want to be friends at the end of this. We want to make sure that it's uh, no hard feelings after the NBA Finals. So before things get going tonight, tip off tonight, 8.30 in Denver between the Heat and the Nuggets, we wanted to extend a musical olive branch to you, Denver. So I wanted to play one of your favorite songs, John Denver, a legend, that man boy did he love the Rocky Mountains so 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 Denver fans here you go uh enjoy us playing you John Denver the world is <laughs> Nice grand finale. I was say,
0: well, um, now, you know, fireworks all go off. Yeah, yeah, that was
1: beautiful. That was beautiful. So, Denver fans, I hope you enjoyed that. And then uh, make sure we don't fade this one in because we really we need to hear it from the top. Don't fade this one in because uh, the, the band The Fray, are you familiar with them, Jeanette? Yes. The Fray. Now, they're not actually from Denver because there's not a lot of songs about Denver artists from Denver. Mm-hmm. The Fray's from Colorado. So... Denverites, is that what you call them? I'm sure they ap- appreciate the fray. So, so, so Denver, here is here is the fray: how to save a life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the best when he walks,
2: sit down,
3: Ah,
1: Denver, eat it! The heat are going to come and steal your destiny! Like Mike McDaniel said, why not make it 48 years? The Heat are going to come into your house and make life hell. We'll tip on Everest. We don't care. That's Jeanette. that Stone. I'm Ken. Go Heat. Bye-bye.